DJ Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Wake that ass up. The Breakfast Club is on right here. I have to live life. I'm talking to the Breakfast Club this morning. Okay, okay, okay. I love coming here. I'm never not going to come here. You guys are good to me. In return, I'm always going to be good to you. For a lot of people in the hip-hop generation, the Breakfast Club is where people get the information on the topics, on the artists, and everything like that. In that aspect, radio is still important. The Breakfast Club. When my name come up, respect it. Yo 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 Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MB. Charlamagne the God. Peace to the planet. It's Friday. Yes, it's Friday. What's happening? Good morning. How's everybody feeling today? Weekend is here. I had a weekend been here. Hey, you know what it's the end of? COVID. Can we say that? They might as well just say it. Okay. They saying everything other than, hey, man, we just passed it now. Because they sure is acting like it's over. Yeah, they are. I mean, everybody. They don't matter what side of the aisle you on. Everybody like, hey, man, you don't got to wear your mask. Uh, if you want to test, cool. If not. If you're vaccinated, hey, man. <clears throat> all right. Good luck. That's it. <laughs> it's officially over, right? We can say that? It does feel like that. But no. it's not officially over. But it, it feels like that. Yeah, might as well call the forecast. Man, I was feeling a little under the weather, and I was—I took a home test. So I think I'm going to take another one here today. <laughs> what the home test say? Negative. Oh, okay. But I'm not going to lie. See how nonchalant she said it, though? Yeah, I'm feeling under the weather. I took a test. I mean, you can still feel under the weather, but it's not bad enough that I can't, you know. I, mean, I just don't know what it is. You know how anytime you feel a little under the weather, the first thing you think is, do I have COVID? Because I also have never tested positive for it. So me that either. makes me nervous just because of that. So you never had COVID? Me neither. Not that I know of. Mm-mm. Maybe early, early on. I thought you had it. Nope. Oh, I definitely had it. I had it over the holidays. Mm-mm. Yeah, but I, I've never, I won't say I never had it, but I say I never tested positive and I took a lot of tests. Yeah, y'all had it. Me a lot too. of people do that with STD tests too. They get tested, don't go back for the results. Never know <laughs> no. if they got nothing. Y'all did, yeah, that, that's what that sounded like to me. No. Y'all definitely had it. Well, I might have. I don't know. But I'd like it. If I did, it was early on when it was impossible to get a test. Yeah. Remember at first, they didn't even have tests available and unless you were super sick and had pneumonia they weren't even going to test you well whatever <laughs> the forecast yeah, is, the, the forecast says uh sunny with a slight chance of covid at this point but there i am go. vaccinated and boosted so me as well it makes me feel better and you know what shout out to pusha t pusha t released a record this morning what do you drop it's called hear me clearly oh word i hear that oh my goodness mm. oh man i don't know who pissed well, that came off out. today like a couple hours ago okay yeah, I see that. I mean, it's to the point. It, it's so dirty and grimy and gritty and sounds so good. I, I, I haven't been online though, so I, I didn't. I didn't see. It. I hit him this morning at, at four a.m. and was like, "Did you record this in Virginia?" He said, "Envy, I did. I recorded. I recorded this in Virginia." I'm excited about Pusha's album. I think Pusha's gonna have the album of the year. Oh, they say this not for Pusha though. It's for Nigo. Who is Nigo? Well, Nico's the the Found designer, the jeweler. Bathing remember, Bathing Ape. Oh. Yeah, they, 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 yeah, they, they, they say they say clearly is gonna be on Nigo's album. Wow. Nigo's, Nigo's album coming out, I Know Nigo. I Know Nigo. Oh, well, yeah. that, well, of course, Nigo ain't rapping. I guess he's doing a compilation. But yeah. Well, play it, damn it. Don't be just telling us and not playing it. I asked Pusha to send me the clean version because it's so damn dirty, but he didn't send it. We got producers here. They don't know how to clean records. All right, we're going to clean it in a second. Oh, man. Man, you could have kept that to yourself until you had it clean. Oh, man. Damn hey, tease. He teased you. Now you got to wait. Yeah, now you got to exactly. wait. It's a little tease. It's a little tease. Why, why I got to wait? I'm going to go to my title. No, uh, everybody that, see, that's the problem with you arrogant radio ass Negroes. Y'all think people got to wait. Watch this. Watch me go to title. Watch this. 
But don't, don't need don't, you, Radio don't, Negroes. Don't play it. What's wrong with y'all, Radio? There's no clean folks. version on title. It was just dirty, so don't play it loud. Whatever. That's what's <laughs> wrong right. with y'all. Starts off with a <laughs> That's right. Y'all go to break so I can go listen to some music. <laughs> All right. Well, the, <laughs> All right. the ladies of Selling Tampa, Selling Tampa, the ladies what? of Selling Hamptons will be joining <laughs> us this morning. Selling Hamptons. <sighs> it's on Discovery Plus, so we're going to be kicking it with them in a little bit. And then we got front page news. What are we talking about? Well, let's talk about the ex officer accused of endangering Breonna Taylor's neighbors has been found not guilty. He's the only officer who was charged, and it wasn't even for killing Breonna Taylor. It was for something else. All right. Eddie, clean up that record, please. What y'all about to play? Because I'm going to listen to him, and clearly it's only 2 minutes, 21 seconds, so by the time this is over, what y'all about to play? Essence. Okay. Yeah, all right. That's the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Good morning. Hey. Yeah, that Pusha T hit me clearly as hard. Goodness gracious. Y'all was listening to Essence. I was curating my own playlist. I was listening to Pusha T hit me clearly. That record is hard. I adult, told you. adult contemporary hip-hop at its finest. Keep in mind, I'm Jeez. 43 years old, so that's my type of rap right there. Jeez. Stop on the clues, moms, for Pusha T, damn it. Man. Wow. All right. Well, let's get in some front page news. Uh, shout out to Kevin Durant. He made his return to the Brooklyn Nets last night. He scored 31, but mm. they still lost to the Heat 113-107. And that NBA report was brought to you by Hennessy, the spirit of the Kyrie play? Uh, I'm not or sure just Kyrie KD. I think just KD. Mm. What else we got, Easy? All right. Well, the ex-officer, Brett Hankinson, who was accused of endangering Breonna Taylor's neighbors, was found not guilty. Now, he was the only one, the only officer involved in the raid to be charged. And none of those charges were filed directly relating to Breonna Taylor's death. So if you guys recall what happened, um, he shot and killed, please shot and killed Breonna Taylor, who was in her apartment sleeping with her boyfriend. And uh, this officer said that he thought that there was a, a muzzle flash almost immediately after police broke through Brianna Taylor's front door. He believed the flash came from someone inside the apartment firing a rifle. And he testified that he believed his colleagues were going to be executed. So he returned fire through the sliding glass door and he fired a total of 10 shots that night. They said the gunfire lasted only about 5 to 10 seconds. There was no rifle found at the scene, so there was no muzzle flash or whatever he thought was happening. But they did shoot, and it did uh, go into the neighboring apartment, and so that's what he had been charged with. And so the neighbors uh, said they thought the police were unorganized and reckless the night of the raid, and that's what their charges were relating to. He was accused of endangering Cody Etherton, his partner Chelsea Knapper, and their 5-year-old son, when he fired shots that went into their apartment, but police uh, did find him not guilty. I wonder if he would have hit someone in the neighboring apartment, would they have still found him not guilty? Or would he have been held accountable then? Or did they just feel like the whole shooting was justified? But I still feel like it should be some type of civil suit at least, right? Yeah, I would think so. I mean, but it, apparently there's no accountability for going into the wrong apartment, recklessly shooting and killing a black woman. Matter of fact, remember her boyfriend had charges against him. Yeah, those charges got dropped. Before they got dropped. Mm -hmm. All right. um, And in Ukraine, the latest is a nuclear plant fire in southeastern Ukraine that has fortunately been extinguished. But the president of Ukraine, Zelensky, feels that Russia targeted the plant in a Facebook post early this morning. He accused Russia of intentionally firing at the nuclear plant and urged European leaders to wake up now and stop Russian forces before this becomes a nuclear disaster. Exactly. And so they do believe, according to the U.K., that this was uh, likely deliberate. According to the U.K. Deputy Prime Minister, he said it's very difficult to believe that it wasn't done deliberately. But in any event, it is unlawful to attack a site like this and not to do your due diligence on it and to keep bombarding it. 
Yeah, that should let you know how much Putin don't care. The man already told you he got his nukes off safety. Now he's launching attacks at uh, Ukraine's nuclear power site. Like, how long they going to wait before they just wait for something terrible to happen? Now, a Ukrainian negotiator said that yesterday, uh, in a second round of talks with Russia, there were no results. But they did, however, agree on humanitarian corridors for civilians on Mm-mm-mm. both sides. But feels like Russia is bombing any and everybody. And I was watching the news and I saw in Russia, uh, because they get their news in Russia, they don't even know what's going on. They feel like everything that's happening is warranted. And... Who yeah, does? Russia's, Who feels like that? The people in Russia, because the news that they have there, I saw them talking to people in they Russia. Got Wi-Fi, so I doubt that, especially being at eight. Uh, they say uh, they said 80. only they said only the younger people in Russia that actually talk to other people outside of there and can get news access to news other places. But I saw them interviewing people on the street in Russia who. You know, but what about these Russian billionaires who losing all of this money? They getting their yacht seized. And yeah, they, 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 say, they say they've lost like eighty billion dollars. They got to know. They don't feel like this is warranted. They definitely said one Russian billionaire put a hit on Putin. Yeah, he, he said a I got a billion dollar dollars bounty. on his head. Yeah, we discussed so that I, yesterday. Yeah, so I can't. I don't. I can't say the whole Russia don't know. No, what I didn't say on. the whole Russia, oh. but some people do believe that in Russia. I saw them interviewing people. But you know, it's mad protest in Russia all the time. Like yeah. Russia, but, they, Russia, but it's illegal to protest. They said without permits, and so now people are getting in trouble for that. Yeah, Russian civilians pr- protest against uh, their, their their government all the time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of hard to say they don't know what's going on. I didn't say everybody, but I saw them interviewing some people who felt like from watching the yeah. news that they put out there in so they Russia. Don't, they don't have phones and social media? They cut that off in Russia? I mean, I don't know what's going on, but some mm-hmm. people watch the news and they believe that what they're seeing from other places is fake news. And That's said, what they said. It's fake news. You said they got to do something. What? What? Like what? Because they put a zillion sanctions on and the sanctions yeah, obviously that, that, ain't, doing, ain't doing nothing. Well, it takes time. Yeah, and that's, what's ca- economy. and that's what's causing all those billionaires to lose all that money. I think I saw them. Saw they said this Russian billionaires lost like $80 billion and they said or something crazy like that. A lot of those people have no control over Putin. They used to have a direct line to him and have some influence, but they're saying that there's no influence anymore. And they say time. is, is more and more time passes. More and more innocent people die. More civilians mm-hmm. die. They're blowing up more stuff in Ukraine. There's something else going on. This is something. This is a distraction to something larger. That's what I think. It's a bigger play here. And I'm telling you, China's the wild card as well. Don't sleep. All right. Well, that is your front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, phone lines are wide open again. 800-585-1051. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's currently 42, going up to a high of 52. It's The Breakfast Club on Power 105.5. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Hello, who's this? It's D from Brooklyn. D from, D from Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Get it off your chest. Good morning. I, I don't have nothing to get off my chest this morning. I'm blessed. Good morning, good morning everybody. How y'all doing? Good morning. Man, you right, blessed, right, black, right. and highly favored, man. So, the reason why I called, um, the other day, he, you um said something about um the music thing for the kids. I work at a high school, so mm-hmm. I wanted to pass that information on to some of the kids and, like, what Brooklyn Library was. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that you know... So, because they was asking me about it, they was like the engineer and all that stuff, and I was like, "Oh, I'm gonna try to get the information for y'all, and I'll pass it on to y'all tomorrow." Okay, yeah. Um, 
No, please. I was telling you guys, I was at the New York Public Library, and they have a teen center. And in there, they have a whole recording facility. They have Logic. They have Pro Tools. They have all the equipment, all the instruments, everything that you might need to record music, learn how to engineer. And they actually give you classes. So you can only rent that, or not rent, it's free. But you can reserve the space once you get a certification. So the kids have to go take the classes from the instructors they have there, and then they get a certification. And then they're allowed to do four-hour blocks where they reserve that space and then they also you have computers is? yes it's um do you know where bryant park is yeah I know in the bryant city so that's where the yeah. new york public library is so they have the star rose uh, Niarco center that's right across the street from the main new york public library right by bryant park hold, hold on we'll get you the information all right? yeah so i posted it on, right. on my page but the address is 455 fifth avenue and i definitely recommend going there it was beautiful amazing brand new great for kids hello who's this Good morning, it's Lovey from the South Bronx. What up, Lovey from the South Bronx? Yes, yes, it's Mr. Thirteen, y'all made it have. I am. I, I just want to form an apology. So you don't know the the PSV that made English. I can't hear you, bro. Yeah. It sounds like you underwater, bro, bro. You're breaking up. All right, hold on. Let me sound like you swimming in a Bronx sewer. Can you, <laughs> can you hear me now? I can hear you now. All right. Last week I called in to ask you. You clown me, you body shame me. I just want to form an apology. You don't know that man, we both suffer from PTSD too. So you're the guy with the gray sweats? Right. First of all, sir, I saw a lot of people on your page because you definitely did not tell the whole story, okay? You said your yes. girl just didn't want you to wear gray sweats. You did not tell people, however, that you were posting on there purposefully in your gray sweats and trying to get ladies to come <laughs> to you and all of that. So. Posting that poke. Hold it's not it's not purposely here we go. You poke posting. So why don't you tell them some of your captions and things that you wrote on the page? Well, that's just clowning. I'm I'm not here to hurt nobody, but that's still those pictures. Well, you hurt Charlemagne's feelings. This is hilarious, though. The fact that he said he's getting body shamed because he got a big penis. Yes, no, Charlemagne, you don't realize this. You never had your first girlfriend. Don't tell me what I realize. Don't you tell me what I don't realize. You can't relate. You ain't never seen my meat. Don't tell me what I don't realize. He's having flashbacks. Basically, you can't relate. Tell me what I don't realize. He's having flashbacks. You don't realize how it is having a big penis. Don't you tell me what I don't realize, sir. You take your big penis while Charlemagne has a small one. Enjoy your weekend, sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> I got what God gave me, and I am happy with that. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. I'm dialing. I'm dialing. Hey, what you doing, man? I'm dialing. I'm calling call you. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. 800-585-1051. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. <laughs> Hello, who's this? Oh, good morning, Envy. Good Envy, you morning. Yo, you got to stop eating pork, here. bro. You got to stop eating so what? much pork. You got to stop eating pork. Pork? That's right. What? Because I have some energy right now? That's right. All right. Anyways, anyways, Charlemagne, yo, I bought your book. I bought the audio book. That's what started making me follow you. I really appreciate you, man. Thank you, I brother. you're great, but I hate how you dog Angela Yee when she starts talking about politics. I don't agree with that at all. And I think y'all deserve, that Angela Yee deserves a lot more respect. Why do you think it's dogging? Like, why can't people just have conversations? Why has it got to be dogging? It's I, it's not, that, all right, maybe that was the wrong word. It was like, it is a conversation, but it just seems like it's always an attack on Angela Yee when she's just trying to like clear it up and just like, I don't know, make it make sense. 
I, I think that's your perception. If Angela E feels like that, I think that's her perception too. But it's not an attack. It's a conversation. But by the way, that's what conversations about politics do because it's always going to be two different sides. That's why they always say don't discuss politics, don't discuss religion, and don't discuss who's the greatest rapper of all time. It'll always seem like an argument. Yeah, I purpose, I purpose, I purposefully just state my opinion and then I'll keep it moving. I'm not trying to go back and forth with anybody because sometimes you just don't agree. Because me and Angela or I have those conversations all the time. Y'all don't say we dogging each other. And we be at each other's true. necks. That's true. Also, Angela Yee, I love your podcast. Oh, well, thank it you. The craziest thing. I, I never, I didn't expect that, like, at first. But honestly, I love it. And I appreciate what you're doing. And we appreciate you guys. Uh, thank you for having me on, too. That's it. Thank All you. right, bro, bro. Listen, Come we got a, uh, one up right now with Sada Baby and Skilla Baby from Detroit. That is hilarious. Hello, who's this? Good morning. This is Clark from 302. How's everybody doing today? How you Peace, doing? Peace, King. I'm doing great. Today's my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. It's a very important one. Because this same time last year, I couldn't see. So now I got some vision back. It's a great one. I'm in Florida right now. Hold on. You got to give us more context. Why couldn't you just see last year, sir? What happened? Remember, last I told you, I called you a couple weeks ago, that a month ago, that I had no vision. This is Clark from 302. You sent me the package, remember? I lost my vision, and you sent me the books. You said, can I, can I even read the books? And DJ be like, yeah, he got one eye. Yeah, but what happened? Like, why well, I forgot why. Why couldn't you see? Oh, it was an eye disease caused catacronis that attacked my nerves. They had to cut my lens off, put new ones on. And my right eye got glaucoma. My wow. left eye is starting to get vision now. Hmm. Wow. Well, I'm glad you can see, my brother. Yes, yes. Man. So, that know, must I'm be a, so scary I'm, when you start losing your vision. Absolutely. Yeah. Since I'm only 45, but you know, it's a rare disease. But like I said, I got a little bit of vision and I'm able to walk without my blind stick and just enjoy life now. Well, there you have it, brother. That's beautiful, my brother. Congratulations, sir. Look at God. Look at Thank God. You. Look at God. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up. Now we got rumors on the way. Yes, and we were telling you guys about Melinda French-Gates doing her interview on uh, CBS Mornings with Gil King. Well, we'll tell you what she said in yesterday's interview, and we'll tell you about Bill Gates' response. All right, we'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on The Breakfast Club. Well, the Essence Festival 2022 lineup has been announced. And so Nicki Minaj is going to be making her debut at the Essence Festival. She's uh, never performed for that before. Also, Janet Jackson is returning Mm-hmm. to Essence Fest. Jasmine Sullivan, uh, Kevin Hart is going to be doing a, a comedy show, New Edition, all of them. So get ready for that. Heavy, heavy lineup. That's how you know COVID gone. That's yeah. a heavy lineup. Mm-hmm. Right and I mean, there. it's been, you know, a couple of years since they've done this. So you already know that Two when years, they come yeah. back. Yeah. And then they just had Mardi Gras in New Orleans. So mm-hmm. I'm sure now they're they're ready for all of this. So that's what they've announced. Every time so I go to Essence, I have an amazing time. I have a great time every time I go to Essence. Mm-hmm. That's a heavy lineup. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, Summer Walker, D Nice, of course, Chloe and Hallie, mm-hmm. uh, Isley Brothers, The Roots and Friends. I mean, this is the year to definitely make sure you attend. Mm-hmm. All right, now, Melinda French Gates, we, we played you the trailer yesterday from her CBS Mornings Gil King interview. Well, that interview did come out after the show. And some of the things that she discussed was Jeffrey Epstein. And her ex-husband, Bill Gates, meeting with Jeffrey Epstein and what her experience was like when she met him. 
Yeah, as I said, it's not one thing, it was many things. But I did not like uh, that he'd had meetings with Jeffrey Epstein, no. Mm -hmm. I also met Jeffrey Epstein exactly one time. Did you? Yes, because I wanted to see who this man was. And um, I regretted it from the second I stepped in the door. He was abhorrent. He was evil personified. I had nightmares about it afterwards. So, you know, my heart breaks for these young women because that's how I felt. And here I'm an older woman. My God, I feel terrible for those young women. It's awful. I mean, hindsight is 2020, 20, right? Like they both met Epstein. What does that mean? Just because they met him doesn't mean they knew what was going on. I knew his character. Right. But she said she did warn her ex-husband about him after meeting him. And yeah, but she surprised didn't like him, didn't like his energy. That don't mean she knew what was going on. If she knew that he was running a pedophile ring and told her husband and her husband kept doing it, that's different. But you know how you get an evil feeling from somebody? And mm-hmm. Bill Gates did issue a statement to CBS, said that his meetings with Epstein were a substantial error in judgment. He said, in a mistake that I regret deeply. Now, here is what Melinda had to say about still working with her ex-husband, Bill Gates. How would you describe your relationship with Bill Gates today? We certainly have a working relationship, right? And I would say we're friendly at this point. Mm -hmm. Friends? Friends is a different word for me. And, you know, that might come over time. But for me, uh, there's still healing that needs to to happen. Mm -hmm. Certainly, I wish him well. I don't wish him harm. and I think we have a productive working relationship, and I think that will continue. Yeah, I mean, you got $60 billion. I think y'all got a productive working relationship, too. I think it was like $60 billion. It was some crazy I billion. I thought it was 6.2. I thought it was like $6 oh, billion. Well, whatever. Well, I mean, Does still, it matter? No. At that point, no. <laughs> what do you mean? 6 to $60 billion either way. You came up. Well, she did say on the day she got married, she never thought she would end up being divorced. They were married for 27 years. And she said, I had a lot of tears for many days. She said, literally laying on the floor of the carpet, crying. And he did admit to one affair. But when she was asked about him having multiple affairs during their marriage, she said, those are questions that Bill needs to answer. And he also did issue a statement after that. He said, I admire Melinda and everything she does to improve the lives of women and girls around the world. And I'm grateful for the work we continue to do together at our foundation. And that is his response. It is absolutely nothing Melinda Gates could say about Bill that would shock people. I mean, he's one of the richest men in the world. I mean, folks already think billionaires eat kids on pizza. So there's nothing she could say that would shock people about Bill Gates. All right. Now, since we're talking about things like this. um, Multi-billionaire. Allie Landry, she's a, a Miss USA winner, and she was married to Mario, Lope, Mario Lopez for two weeks, and they got their union annulled after just two weeks. Well, she was on the Unfolding Leadership podcast, and she talked about that experience and about um, you know dating him for six years and what happened and how actually finding out that he cheated was the best thing that could have happened to her. I was in a relationship with Mario Lopez and we had dated for eight plus years. Oprah filmed the wedding and not even a week after I found out that it was like a Tiger Woods situation. It was, you know, cheating across the board with some women for one year, some women for two years. One said it was travel, one was the girlfriend. And I thought to myself, how did I miss this? Like Mm -hmm. what part of me what did I do? And I made a commitment that moving forward, I was going to take the blinders off and I was going to walk through my life in full awareness. And those choices were going to represent who I was as a person. 
Uh, right now, for his part, he did write in his memoir back in 2014 that he felt pressured. Well, you better shut up. I am. I better Ali shut Landry. your ass up. You and just better shut up. You yeah, because you got a book coming out. <laughs> you just need to hush. You too. And we shouldn't even be talking right you now. Right. Just mind our damn business. Let Angela do a rumor report, please. And for, uh, for Mario Lopez's part, he did say that he felt that he was pressured to get married. All his friends were getting married. And, you know, it was a five-day nonstop party for his bachelor party. And he got caught because a friend of Ali Landry's sister caught him in a photo in an intimate position. At a bachelor party? Now, I call BS. Now, I got to object, Yana. It was a bachelor party. You better shut up. And but he wasn't, even, he wasn't even where he said he was supposed to be. And then when he found out they were going somewhere else and there was a different plan, he didn't tell her because he figured he could ask for forgiveness later. But then she found out about a whole lot of other things that he was doing during their relationship. So two weeks in, marriage got annulled. Ring the bell, man. I need Mario to get saved by the bell right now. Ring the bell. Go to commercial. I just, I just want to know. That yeah, is this, your rumor report. This Thank is you very so much. old. Why are we talking about this old stuff? Well, she just did a podcast. That man's been married about since. But that's her story, you know. That's yeah, she's whatever. allowed to tell her story, right? Yeah, I guess. I don't know why you... <laughs> the man's been married since 2012. That's what I'm saying. Mario's living a great life. I love seeing Mario and his family on uh, Instagram. All right. Dropping the clues box for Mario Lopez. Okay. All right. Salute to you, Mario. Oh, my goodness. Right, we all grow. We all evolve. We all evolve. Okay. We all grow. We all, you know what? Let's not do any I'm more. Triggered. On, I'm on. triggered for you, Yeah, but you triggered Mario. for me? I'm triggered for you. Not for you. Oh. This ain't got nothing to do with you. I'm triggered. <laughs> triggered for Mario. <laughs> all right. Front page news next. Y'all need a moment? Nah, we need to talk no, about some babies, nothing. some weddings. Let's talk about something positive. What Man. we got front page news? Well, let's talk about these sanctions and how they are affecting some oh, billionaires. Oh, One Russian baker was locked out of the private equity firm that he co-founded, and the staff is being told to ignore him. Goodness gracious. All right. It's a Friday! <laughs> <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee here, and the General Insurance has been saving people money for nearly 60 years. So if you want quality insurance for less, take a closer look at the General. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency in Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions. Like this, what I would do to make Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Let's get some front page news. Where we start, Yee? All right, well, Florida State Senate yesterday passed a bill that would ban most abortions after 15 weeks of pregnancy, only allowing exceptions for serious risk to the pregnant person and fatal fetal abnormality with no exceptions for rape or incest. So uh, they're joining West Virginia and Arizona as conservative-led states advancing a 15-week abortion bill this session. And so the fate of Roe versus Wade also hangs in the balance and anti-abortion activists are hopeful that the court's conservative majority will strike it down. Well, yeah, I don't know if y'all saw a couple of days ago, Republicans and Joe Manchin blocked the Senate bill to secure uh, uh, abortion rights. Like the headlines read, Joe Manchin might have helped to kill Roe versus Wade. So they said it's very uh, troubling that they are rejecting exceptions for rape and incest, even for young girls. Mm-mm. All right, now, a sanctioned billionaire Russian banker, Mikhail Friedman, was locked out of his private equity firm that he co-founded, and the staff was told to ignore him. He was barred from entering Letter One's offices and also from speaking to employees after he was hit by those sanctions. So it's based in London, and fi- um, under 50% is jointly owned by Friedman and Russian banker Peter Avin. They said that both men had stepped down from the company's board. They'll no longer have any dealings with the group. 
And so they said his assets in the company are effectively frozen and his rights as a shareholder were taken away. He won't get dividends, funds or communications in any way. He has no involvement in the day to day management or decision making of letter one and appropriate arrangements have been put in place to give effect to this. So he has a net worth of $10 billion. According to Bloomberg, he was one of the first Russian business leaders to speak out against the invasion of Ukraine. Oh, they're not playing. Russian billionaires have lost like $80 billion in wealth. Uh, they're getting their yacht seized. I don't know if it's true, but I saw one Russian billionaire put a billion on Putin's head. A million, yeah. He offered I thought a he said a billion. No, he put a bounty of a million out, and that is uh, not to kill him, but, you know, to capture him. Oh, no, I saw one that said a billion to, to, to off him. And then Russia's ruble, Russia's ruble, what's it called, a ruble? That dropped to a penny. Mm-hmm, the lowest it's ever <laughs> been. You even got a, you got a sitting U.S. Senator, Lindsey Graham, calling for the assassination of Putin. Something going on that we don't know about, bro, which is usually the case. Now, hundreds of international students have been trapped in, the, uh, in Ukraine, and they have appealed to the world, help us, we are stranded. One of them, she's a Nigerian medical student. She said this is the eighth day since the crisis began. A lot of places have been evacuated. There are more than 600 of us who are foreigners and students. She told CNN most of the group are medical students. They're from Nigeria, Morocco, uh, Congo, India, among other countries. And as the battle is going on and raging, she said, I'm so scared and time is running out. We don't want the Russians to enter the city and meet us here. We need a humanitarian corridor so we can get out. They did have a second round of talks between Russia and Ukraine, and that ended on Thursday, but they said they have agreed on humanitarian corridors for civilians. I wouldn't trust Russia for anything at this point, though. Not at all. I don't trust none of these people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> none of them. And as we told you earlier, there was a fire at Ukraine's largest nuclear power plant. That fire has been put out, uh, according to Ukrainian authorities, that started at about 2.30 a.m. local time this morning. And it did stop at about 6.20 a.m. There were no deaths or injuries reported, according to the statement. And they said fighting has since stopped in that area. Right now, they're saying the plant has not sustained any critical damage. And it has not affected any essential equipment staff are taking action to mitigate any damage. But people feel like Putin did attack this nuclear power plant purposefully. All right, and they're saying the worst-case scenario would be if a fire or attack reached the reactors. That would disrupt their cooling system, cause a meltdown, which would release large amounts of radioactivity. But they said right now radiation levels do appear normal. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your front-page news. All right, thank you, Miss Yee. Now, uh, Damson Idris, he stopped through the other day. He stopped through yesterday, actually. And we were talking about his relationship. Uh, and this is what he said about his ex. We're still really close, really good friends. Um, I was with her for, for, for a very long time. I met her when I was 18 years old. Um, who knows, man? Who knows what could happen in the future? You know, mm-hmm. She's very much still in my life. Um, we talk like every single day. You know, People struggle to keep relationships with their exes, but I am at a place in my life now where I, everyone I meet, I want them to be in my life forever. Mm-hmm. I know that's a woman that I'm going to know um, forever. All right, so we're asking. Man, one of, the, one of the most amazing things in the world is how they turn off their accents when they act. Yeah. I, don't, I, I still haven't figured that one out. 800-585-1051. We're asking, could you date somebody that still speaks to their ex every day? No. <laughs> every day is very no. excessive. Could you speak? Unless they got kids together, no. 800-585-1051 in Idris's, uh, Damson Idris's situation. Uh, he's he said he speaks to his ex every day. She's part of his life. So if he dates somebody new, she's he still speaks to her. 
Could you do that? Could no. that be you? If they don't have kids, there's no need for y'all to be talking every day. 800. Y'all talking about the weather, CDC, mass mandates. What the hell y'all got to talk about every day? 585-1051. Let's talk about it. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. It's topic time. Call 800-585-1051 to join into the discussion with The Breakfast Club. Talk about it. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Now, if you're just joining us, we're talking about Damson Idris. He stopped through yesterday, and he said this about his uh, ex-girlfriend. We're, we're still really close, really good friends. Um, I was with her for, for, for a very long time. I met her when I was 18 years old. Um, who knows, man? Who knows what could happen in the future? You know, mm-hmm. She's very much still in my life. Um, we talk like every single day. You know, people struggle to keep relationships with their exes, but I am at a place in my life now where I, everyone I meet, I want them to be in my life forever. Mm-hmm. I know that's a woman that I'm gonna know um, forever. So we're asking no. 800-585-1051, no. could you be in a relationship where you speak to your no. ex, where they speak to their ex once a day or even once every other day? No. I'm with you, nope. No way. Unless they got kids, I'm there's absolutely no. It's not. No, I don't have nothing to do with insecurity. I'm not. Unless they have kids, there's absolutely no reason for them to be talking every single day. Well, What's wait, the point? What What's the reason? Friends? What if it, What if they dated and they friends and then, you know, all of a sudden you came in the picture, but they're still friends? No. I'm with you. No. I guess there's <laughs> like, no excuse for me. Why? No. Why? Why y'all still friends? Why? Like that's why I want to know why. Why y'all still friends? This person. Not with you no more. Y'all don't have any ties to each other. Like, what's the reason for y'all to be talking every day? What y'all discussing? What about Russia you? and war? Russia and Ukraine? CDC well, I, mandates? What y'all discussing? I think every day is excessive. I wouldn't mind my boyfriend being friends with his ex and they speak every now and then. Um, I think that's healthy. You know, I would hate for them to hate each other. Oh, they gotta hate each other, but we moved on. I think on. it's okay to be friends, but speak. I think every day is excessive. Nah, B, they ain't and, speak. And, and now listen, maybe they got a business together. There's only a couple exceptions. Maybe they got kids together. Maybe they got a business together kids that's together, successful. Other, else, other, nah. other than that, uh, and maybe even a business, a business together, I can understand. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But other than that, it's like, no. What's the point of y'all having communication every day and talking every day for what? In life, you' supposed to know when to move forward and not look back, right? Mm-hmm. You 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 let things go. Yes, <laughs> letting go means letting go. Not talking to him every day. No. Well, let's no, go to that's the not full lines. That can never be healthy for a new relationship. Nah, not for me. Doesn't work with me. Hello, who's this? What's up? This the pre from Long What up, Breakfast Club? What up? What's, What's up, up man? King? You, you you still talk yeah, to your every ex day, every day? You tripping talking about every day with your ex? Not every day, but like I do feel too. Like if you date a girl and she your ex, you can still work out with them because like my ex, we business together. Um. I got business, Black Power Electric, and so well, I just make my business search, clothes, et cetera, you know what I mean? Well, that's what I said. I said the two exceptions are if you got a kid or you got a business together. But but do you have, a, are you in a current relationship now? In a current relationship, like my baby mama, she don't like it, but at the same time, like it's just business because I don't like shorty, you know what I mean? So, you know, we just keep it like that, but my girlfriend, she be getting jealous, but it is what it is. Is the business I mean? is the, is the business y'all have lucrative? Because you just said something that's very important. You said your baby mama don't like it. So why are you causing your baby mama emotional and mental stress? Like, is the business worth it? Is it that profitable? I mean, it, it's profitable for her because she's a single mom. So it's like she really do a good job with this. Shout out to Jay Whitney Company. But at the same time, it's just like you just build that trust. You know, we making money in. Right now, she a person I trust and I go to and I learn from. You know what I mean? So it's just... 
you know, just keeping it loyal. You know what I mean? Loyal to who? What about your baby mom, though, man? Why are you doing stuff that she don't like? Is that going to be your wife one day? No, I, I, I mean, hopefully I plan to, but it's not really doing something she don't like. It's like I'm comfortable with doing business with that person. You know what I mean? So it's just like cool. Like I don't really want to branch out. I want to see somebody else grow. My business grown. We trying to make a million dollars to help that person make a million dollars. If they're a single parent, you know what I mean? I don't want her. So it's like, well, my baby mom's can understand that. Like I'm okay. going to that. You know what I mean? All right. No, I did. I said business and children. Business and children is the only exception. Hello, who's this? Hi, this is Tiffany. Tiffany, good morning. So you still speak to your ex every day? I, I mean, we communicate almost every day. Why? Why? Because <laughs> that's my friend. Like, he was my friend before. <laughs> Are you in a current relationship? I am. I'm married. My husband right here. Wow. Let me talk to him. Let me talk to the OG. <laughs> Let me talk to him. Hold on, babe. That's Charmaine. Hello. What's up, King? <laughs> What's up, Charmaine? Well, bro, bro, are you safe out there, bro? You safe? She ain't threatening you or got you tied up or nothing, right? No, she ain't doing that. Ex- explain to me why is it okay for her to talk to her ex every day and why are you okay with this? Uh, you just put me on the spot with this. I'm okay with it because it's my wife. I'm As long as she happy, I'm happy. Okay. And so, I trust her. Okay. okay, all right. I don't like this for you, sir. Yeah, well, he's fine with it. <laughs> I don't like this don't for Don't get this man in I, trouble. I don't like this for you. This I don't, don't get her in no, trouble. No, you must have did something. You must have did something. You must have got caught doing yeah. something, so you got to take this out. So listen, we've been together for 13 years, right? We've been married for 10 years. He's 14 years older than me. But he know, like, that's my friend. Like, I've introduced him. You know, we, we've been to each other's events. And he married, too. It's nothing, it's nothing like that. Right. I don't right. know, man. I see you, girl. Well, well, it works for you. Have a good one. Right. I don't know yeah, about man. that one, bro. It works bro. for us. We go to each other's events. We don't Dang. need to go to each other's events. Yeah, we don't need all of that. Don't what y'all is put this? that negativity in We, not connected. Their, we ain't and, got no kids together. Their lives. We got no business. This ain't negativity. I just don't like it. They're fine with it. It's follow, working I'm for them. Even, I'm not even going to follow you on Instagram. How about that? I don't like it. But hey, 800 could you be in a relationship with a person you're dating talks to their ex every day? Could that be you? Not me. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I know it now. I know it Call me. Add your opinion to the Breakfast Club top. Come on. 800-585-1051. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. If you're just joining us, uh, Damson Idris stopped through yesterday, and he was talking about his relationship with his ex. Let's listen. We're, we're still really close, really good friends. Um, I was with her for, for, for a very long time. I met her when I was 18 years old. Um, who knows, man? Who knows what could happen in the future? You know, She's very much still in my life. Um, we talk, like, every single day. You know, people struggle to keep relationships with their exes but i am at a place in my life now where i everyone i meet i want them to be in my life forever mm-hmm. i know that's a woman that i'm gonna know um forever so 800 no no and hell no could is you, the answer could you be with somebody unless that talks to their ex every day no unless the person has kids with the other person or unless they got some type of very lucrative business together there is no reason for you to be talking to your ex every day if at all i'm with you hello who's this this is shakima from brooklyn shakima from brooklyn now shakima could you date somebody that talks to their ex every day no i could not I like no, that. I like what, that. What 
about what they talking about every day. Word is born. Y'all not to talk about every day, then y'all might as well just try to work it out again. Word is born. I'm, I'm in the way. That's what I'm, I'm talking about. Yeah. Ain't nothing to wedding. talk about every day, okay? Ain't nothing to talk about every day. Nothing. 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 I mean, don't get me wrong. There is a lot to talk about every day, but you shouldn't be talking about it with him nope, or not, her. Not at all. Hello, who's this? Antonio. Antonio. Now, what happened in your situation, Antonio? He hit. Uh, so me and uh, my ex broke up like almost three years ago, and uh, we talked about every day, still traveling together, trying to move on, but it made it hardest to move on by uh, talking too much, and uh, to the point where he moved back. We got back together, and uh, like last week. See now you're back that's, together, and that's that's exactly that's exactly wow. what talking to your ex every day does. It's like having a pilot light on. Eventually, it's gonna catch flame. Somebody gonna turn the damn heat on. I think I said that right. Somebody gonna turn the damn fireplace on. Okay, because that pilot light was lit. I thought you were talking stove, but yeah, I get what you. Same saying. thing. Somebody gonna turn the stove on. Something with some fire gonna happen <laughs> is what I'm trying to tell you. Hello, who's this? This is Marcus from Columbia, South Carolina. 803 Metro, what's happening? Now, Marcus, what's going on what's with going you on? You and your wife, Bo? Um, so, my wife uh, got a uh, baby daddy at her ex, and she um, she's a nice lady, so she, you know, tends to try to be communicative with him, because all before, when I came along, he wouldn't talk to her. So, I allow it to happen. I say, all right, you know, maybe y'all can bring some communication for the kids. But now it became a problem. You know, he's calling every day. Uh, it ain't about the kid. And it's either he's trying to get some um, advice from her or he's just trying to hold a little small talk. He's trying so to get I some advice and some ass. <laughs> <laughs> That's the yeah, truth, I don't though. Know about that. <laughs> but, you know, and he has his own issues. I'm like, hey, let him deal with his own issues. And when he decides that he want to deal with the kids, then he can communicate. But as of now, that got to stop. So they got, hold on. They have kids together. Is he in the kid's life? No. He's in the kid's life only when someone uh, pushes them on. Like, he don't call and say, hey, I want to see the kids. And he's forced. Bring the kids by. Mm. He just, if his mom or her would say, hey, the kids want to see you, or they've been asking about you, then he'll say, well, okay, you can bring them by. I think that um, in a situation like this, it's still tricky only because that is the, the baby daddy. And, you know, you still you you know how important it is for a father to be in a child's life. So she might still be holding out hope that he gets his stuff together so he can be in his child's life. Yeah, she no, she says that. But I keep telling her, I say, if it took you to leave him, that should have been a wake up call. That's and real. And even all through these years, like even his older daughter, she don't. He don't have no, he talks to her, but they don't have a father-daughter communication like a father and, a, and his daughter should. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you. Right. Let's cut him off. Are you stupid? Right, block, man. tell us you got to block him. <laughs> so what's, what's the moral of this story? I don't know if there's a moral. Everybody got to do what works for them, but I'm just telling you what works work for, me. for me. That don't work for me. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Unless you got a business or you got kids together, there's no reason for you to be talking to your ex every day. What you got the pilot light on for? You don't even use that fireplace no more. That fireplace don't work. All right. You got a new stove. All right. It's you electric. Got on the way? It's electric. Boogie, woogie, woogie. <laughs> with you, man? Yes, and let's talk about YFN Lucci. He is asking to be put on house arrest, 24-hour home confinement, and we'll tell you what happened to him in jail, that he is asking to be released. All right. We'll get into that next. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Now, let the record show at 6 a.m. DJ MV told us about a new Pusha T record. We got it. We're going to play it after this break. He said he was going to play the new Pusha T record two hours ago. 
I didn't wait. I just did what everybody else does. I went to my title. You know what I mean? And everybody else goes to their different streaming services because these radio people think folks got to wait on them nah, to hear good new music. You think we're going to sit around for two hours and I can just go to my title or my Apple or whatever? What the hell's wrong with you? Bro, shout to Pusha Better G. act like you know it's 2022. They released a new record this morning. It's tough. And we still ain't heard it. We're about to play it in a second. It's the second time gracious. you didn't talked about this record this He's morning. He's been trying to tease it since earlier. So yeah, that Don't like, nobody care about teases no to, more when I got this <laughs> smartphone, Angela Yee. We had to clean it up. It was dirty, filthy, so we had to clean it up. Listen, the listeners out there riding, wait, waiting for teases. They're just going to go to their playlist and listen to it. And there's a lot of new music out today we're going to talk about later. All Let right. me tease that. Well, well, we got rumors on the way. What are we talking about coming up? Uh, yes, we are going to talk about YFN Lucci, and he is asking to be released on bail to 24-hour home confinement. All right. Well, we'll get into that next, and let's play Pusha T. Yes, finally. It's only two minutes long. Go. We've been waiting since 6 a.m. 6, 6, 6, 6 a.m. I didn't heard it twice already. Just enjoy. On title. Just enjoy. It's new Pusha T. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Ooh, drop on the clues bombs, right? It's a dope contemporary hip-hop right there. That's a dope contemporary hip-hop. That's for all the 40-plus-year-old parents that when your kid tells you they forget their lunch, you go to the school acting like you're smuggling someone a brick. Goodness. That's for all the 40-plus-year-old parents that when you're cooking grits, you act like you're cooking cocaine. You hear me? You hear me? 757 Norfolk, Virginia Beach. What up? Jeesh. All right. Well, let's get to the rumors. Let's talk YFN Lucci. Listen all the gossip. gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. All right. Well, YFN Lucci is asking to be released on bail and placed on house arrest because he was attacked. He was attacked on February 9th and stabbed by an inmate who used a homemade shank. He said they, he was told there is a price out on his head and he should be granted that bond because he could die right now if he's in jail. So if his request is granted, he's willing to agree to 24-hour home confinement and also to wearing a monitoring device. He was previously out on bond for the murder trial he suspected of driving a getaway vehicle for, but he was taken in after violating the bond's conditions by going to the studio and the strip club. So I think if they don't let him get out on bond and get home and something happens and he does end up getting killed because he said he was told there was a bounty on his head, then... That blood will be on the hands of the Fulton County Jail for not I'm surprised taking they don't, that seriously. I'm surprised they don't have him in some type of PC, PC protective custody. I mean, he is somebody, right? Absolutely. So I do believe you want to make sure he hasn't been found guilty of anything. You want to make sure he stays alive. Now, I wonder if the police will say, well, we offered him protective custody, but he didn't want to take it. He turned it, it down. Because some people don't be wanting to take it, you know, especially artists. Yeah. I just wonder. I'm sure he probably will take it now. He should. Mm-hmm. All right, now, Key Glock is talking about a career change. He posted, finna go to acting school, doing music don't hit the same for me anymore. And so he, you know, could be pursuing this new career in acting. Of course, Key Glock, okay. I was going to say, yes, of course, you know, he was uh, super tight with Young Dolph. They're cousins. Cousins, uh uh-huh. And... They did a lot of music together, and so... They made phenomenal projects together. Dumb and Dumber 2, love mm-hmm. those projects. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and when uh, Young Dolph first got killed, he posted on Instagram, Damn, bro, I'm lost, and my heart is torn, my brain about to explode, it hurts when I breathe. Why you leave me so soon? I'll never be the same. You was my left-hand man, my brother, my cousin, my mentor, and drink partner. For the past two years, I've been taking loss after loss and still can't understand why. Mm. So... Our prayers, you know, go to Key Glock as well. All right, Tech Nine has reacted to being the highest, one of the highest-paid rappers. 
And he, as I told you yesterday, is number 10 on that list, tied with Doja Cat and Birdman. He said, when, you've just, when you're just working with your head down, minding your business, and you pop up on someone's list. I feel like Tech 9 makes that list quite a bit, too. He does. That's why I wasn't here when you said Tech 9. I wasn't surprised. I've been hearing Tech 9 name on those lists for a couple decades. Quietly, now. too. He's Definitely on list a self made millionaire. Absolutely. You know, he built his strange music from the ground up. He's been grinding for over 20 years. Mm hmm. And so, shout out to him. His latest album came out uh, last year, Asinine. So, uh, yeah, shout out to Tech Nine every single year. Now, Chris Brown's ex-housekeeper is suing for up to $50 million. She claims that his dog attacked her back in July of last year. Uh, she said that while she was on the job, she got attacked by the dog. The dog somehow managed to um, escape from where it was, was placed. It got loose, attacked her, ripped off chunks of skin from her face and body. So she's saying that uh, her medical expenses have already been $24,000. Mm. She believes she'll spend another 400000 on future expenses, and her earnings that she's lost to date is $100,000. She'll have, she feels like, additional losses after the lawsuit settles, and she's also requesting $20 million in punitive damages. Maybe, maybe it's just me, but I don't be seeing Chris Brown bother nobody. I feel like Chris Brown be low, minding his business, Doing his drawings, making his music, making but he's music, always getting hit with some type of lawsuit. That is true. Why? Do, do his lawyers settle easily or something? Like it's almost like people know we can go get some money from Chris Brown. Right. Well, I don't know if this, you know, this seems like an accident of something that happened. But if she has these medical expenses, she should be compensated. Now, fifty million, excessive, but she should get some type of compensation. I'm sure he has uh, something to hand, some type of insurance to handle that, too. insurance, yeah. All right, now, Drink Champs. Get ready for this episode of Drink Champs with the game. And some of the things that they discuss on the show is the song Easy. You, you named Crips both times. So I, I, I explain this verse. Because for Easy to be, you know, murdered in the fashion that he was, I say murder because I mean it. Mm. Easy I'm saying you go to the White House with a Jerry Curl buying, you know, five thousand dollar plates within your Converse. You know, the the, the Illuminati they might have a problem with that. They might have a problem with me, but I'm 42. Like you know, it's good. But I'm saying like, I didn't really do a do name dropping in the verse because it's called Easy. Mm. I did. That was the name, the only name that need to be dropped. The Breakfast Club, Envy, Angela Yee, and Charlemagne the God. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got some special guests joining us today from Nest Seekers. We have Sarah Golan. Did I say that right? Sarah Golan. That's yes. what I said. And yeah. also from Selling Hamptons, we have Bianca and Mia. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. You didn't want to do their last names? Nope. I wasn't messing up <laughs> no, their I last knew. names. <laughs> I'm special already. <laughs> I noticed <laughs> that you skipped over our <laughs> last <laughs> names. <laughs> well, welcome, ladies. Thank you. Thank you. Your show, you're actually selling real estate. <laughs> we are. We are actually we selling actually real estate. We actually do sell. A lot. Now, how many yes. houses did y'all sell on that, the season one? So I sold a house and we, we did a big rental. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Season one. And then what about the other but the think, other agents in there? Yes, because I, I seen, think all together yeah. on the show it's probably almost ten of the homes that we ten homes. Actually, oh my gosh! I, yeah, filmed in, in and actually closed. Yeah, so all of the homes were closed. Now I got yeah. attacked a couple of months ago. Oh god! <laughs> I got attacked I know, and thrown under a bus. Uh oh! Because I seen one of the shows and I was like, I didn't see them selling houses. Selling I seen Tampa more yeah. drama. Selling, yeah. selling Tampa, <laughs> and I was like, I just don't like the way straight. the women were depicted because. Yeah. 
It was about drama. It was about your hair is this, your hair, your mm -hmm. eyes are this, your feet look like this, and it wasn't selling real, real estate. estate. Yeah. And I was like, it's very difficult for women to get in the industry, yes. especially minority women, and I wanted to see more of that. Mm -hmm. So how difficult, how much control do you guys have when it comes to actually selling real estate opposed to the drama? I think what was very important for us but prior to being on the show was to make sure that we were on a show that was real estate focused. Mm -hmm. We're very, very serious and successful in our businesses. The show was just in addition to accompany that to reach a different audience in a much wider platform. So drama, of course, is always going to be in the back end because it's one of the most competitive industries. Mm -hmm. But we wanted to make sure that we're transacting. And so that was the focus of the show. And the drama that revolves around the deals that came with it was all natural. Um, but it is dramatic. Sure. It is. There's, Already, yeah, it is. It is. It's intense. You're talking <laughs> about a lot, a lot of, of money. It's a yeah. lot of egos, but you're talking about huge commissions, right? So there's going to be some drama regardless. Yep. All right. And so it's interesting because there's three people from your show that were on Million Dollar Beach House. Mm -hmm. Now, Million Dollar Beach House, people had a lot of issues with that show because it was very white male oriented. It was only white male oriented. I, when I Wasn't there it. one... I, I'm not sure. There's, Pe there's Peggy. Oh, there's yeah. Peggy? Okay. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So so for um, you guys to have this show, which I felt was a lot more diverse, yep. you mm -hmm. know, and in the Hamptons, which, by the way, is such a competitive market, right? Mm -hmm. Very competitive. Especially right now during the pandemic. So I thought that was great to see you guys in these powerful positions. Mm -hmm. Now, one thing you did on the show was you put together... Uh, this whole like kind of a tour for people to come up and look mm -hmm. at these homes. So can you explain the thinking behind that? Yeah, absolutely. That was Bianca. Bianca did a Hampton showcase. Mm -hmm. So uh, also it's it's bridging, you know, our markets, which are New York City and the Hamptons and additional markets that we're in. But we wanted to focus on bringing our city buyers to the Hamptons because that's naturally where they're traveling back, back and forth from. Mm -hmm. So we put together, we worked with a group of buyers who all had similar criteria, similar budgets and home types they were looking for and put together this tour over an extended period of time and made, made sure that all the buyers would have you know, similar interests so they could talk about a few of them were in crypto. So those conversations could flow naturally mm -hmm. with the real estate as the backdrop. And again, making a very friendly environment feel a little bit more competitive because there's limited inventory, there's a lot of buyers and the homes aren't gonna last long. So it kind of, it had multiple purposes for setting us up for a really awesome, very different event because you mm -hmm. don't shop. Feels like a no-brainer too. Right? That, that, that they, it's amazing they never thought to yep. do something like that before. It was a lot of fun and it was very well received and all of the homes on that tour sold. I, want, wow. I wanted to ask for, for all of you, uh, we can start with you, yeah. Sarah. Mm-hmm. And I just want to say before you say anything else, Sarah is actually my realtor. Yes. Mm -hmm. And so I purchased three homes from Sarah in Brooklyn. She alone. found the juice ball too, right? No. Uh, no, that was, oh, oh, the sorry. coffee shop. The coffee yeah, shop. Which we shop found during shop. COVID. Mm -hmm. That's right. And now we're Nest Seekers and Cup, Angela's mm -hmm. um, coffee venture. Together yeah, in together. one space. In one space. It's gorgeous. So I was going to ask, yeah. how, how did each one of you get into real estate? What made you fall in love with it? What made you want to do it? We'll start with you, Sarah. Um, I started in real estate very early on. I was 19 years old mm -hmm. and I interviewed for a real estate company in Queens. So I was an assistant in a construction um, real estate company. We owned our own inventory. We mm -hmm. sold our own inventory. And I wasn't even in sales. I was just an admin. And so the experience I got there and then moving on to the mortgage business, like real estate is always in the back of my head. Mm -hmm. Sales came about 10 years ago when we opened an office in Bushwick. And I was watching agents just burn through leads. 
And I picked up the phone, just started cold calling people. Hey, you call us. You know, we have a new set of houses coming up on the market. Like, just come in and take a look. And I started booking appointments. I'm like, you know what? I can show houses. Let me go out there and just push myself further into it. And before I know it, I'm like closing deals on my own. And it just took off from there. Now, what about you, uh, Bianca? Um, I was initially um, traveling for a very long time. And as I was traveling, I was doing different leadership development and studying different cultures and communication styles. And eventually I wanted to come back to the city. And I figured, you know, I'll get my real estate license while I'm traveling. Well, day one back in New York, I got hired at one of the top brokerages. (laughs) And then it's just been a crazy ride since then. My career uh, when I started was totally different from what it is now. Mm -hmm. But what I love about real estate is there's so many. It's such a big industry Mm -hmm. and there's so many different paths to be successful. Um, and my motto has always been just say yes to everything and figure it out later. Mm-hmm. And through that, it, so many doors have opened and it's been really exciting to see the new ventures that come and opportunities that arise. And you, Mia? I had a completely different route. Yeah. So I did. Mm-hmm. I was working in nightlife for years, years, but I was just tired. I'm like, I don't want to be up at four o'clock in the morning. It's just, it gets exhausting after a while. What's wrong with being up at 4 o'clock in the morning? Man? Yeah, why don't we get up? <laughs> wait a minute. What's wrong with being I, up at 4 o'clock in the morning? I, no, wait, I wait, 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 you're waking up, though. You're waking, waking up. up. I was yeah, going, not to going to bed. To I was going to bed at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, and it just don't became shame exhausting. Us. <laughs> don't shade us. Don't shade us. No, I love <laughs> that. I mean, you have a little baby. You're up anyway, right? So Don't shade us. So I was exhausted, and I wanted to change. Like, it just, it happens. I think now today people go through different careers in their life and Mm -hmm. that's okay you don't have to just stick to one thing and I was looking and I'm like I can't do this anymore and my brother was working in real estate for years and I thought I love architecture I love design I've been all over the world and stayed at incredible hotels and Mm -hmm. I was always been interested in that and so it just felt like a really natural progression but it was it was scary doing something new is very scary but Mm -hmm. like Bianca said say yes to everything and try something but it was it was terrifying. And like Bianca said, you have a great Rolodex. I do. I have a Rolodex because I worked in nightlife for so long, mm-hmm. and people trusted me, and I wasn't the person who was just embarrassed. I never embarrassed myself working in nightlife, mm-hmm. and because of that, I was able to take those clients that I met and transfer them into real estate. All right, we got more with the ladies from Selling Hamptons. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Whoa, 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 whoa. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We're still kicking in with the ladies from Selling Hamptons. It's a real estate show, of course, on Discovery+. Plus. Now, dealing with, with, with men sometimes, mm-hmm. um, how aggressive are men? Like, I was watching one of the reality shows, and I see a lot of times men get a lot of disrespect for when they deal with women realtors. Have you guys faced that at all? Somebody flirting with you, asking you out on a date, going a little too far. Have you Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Um, I think my first year, I was representing a house that I owned, and a broker walks in, and he basically said, do you go out to dinner with um, brokers? I'm like, no, I'm here to sell a house. I'm not here to f*** you. And that was the end of the conversation. Did he buy the house? No. Goodness gracious. <laughs> what, what about you? Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, it still happens all the time, but I think it's it's always maintaining the same level of professionalism, knowing where to draw the lines. Mm-hmm. You know, it's also our business is very social um, and it requires a lot of lunches and dinners and going out for drinks because that's mm-hmm. where you win most business, not 
in a conference room. Mm -hmm. Um, And so making sure that you're very clear with your boundaries and the lines. And fortunately, I'm at a a level, we're all at levels where we could say no to business that doesn't feel right. But Mm -hmm. I would say to, to agents and to women in the industry who don't have that level of confidence or experience or are concerned about their next paycheck or the deal, it's never worth it. Mm-hmm. Say no because you will respect yourself and your business will grow tenfold if you maintain those lines and boundaries. And what about mm-hmm. you, Mia? I mean, you went from the nightlife, so I know you got it in the nightlife. And now, because <laughs> I'm sure. Yes. So, so how, how do you deal with it? Just setting boundaries. Mm-hmm. I constantly have to set boundaries with people and say, I would never do this. I would never cross that line with a client. And if that's what you're looking for with me, it's never going to happen. So when you set those boundaries and you're very clear, people will fall back and just leave you alone Mm -hmm. because they're like, well, this is not what I'm going to get out of this person. So I need to move on. Mm -hmm. So when you're honest and clear and you don't dance around things like Mm -hmm. that, people understand and respect it. Gotcha. Now, what are some Mm -hmm. of the benefits of signing exclusively Mm -hmm. with a broker where that's who you have to work with? What are some of the benefits for a seller and, and a buyer? It's, it's a level of commitment, right? Mm-hmm. It's like getting married. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> I want to work with you and I want to fight every single day mm-hmm. to make this happen. And for us, knowing that someone's working with us exclusively on the sales side, mm-hmm. first of all, we could throw way more money at the marketing. Mm-hmm. If you're not doing that exclusively, I'm not going to open up my wallet and spend all this money to make sure you're getting the most exposure if any broker can close the deal. Mm-hmm. So it's a level of trust and companionship. And then for a buyer, it's knowing like, I'm going to go out, I'm going to hit the streets every day, I'm going to bang on doors, I'm going to get you the off-market deals, or I'm going to negotiate the best I can for you because I know you're just working with me and you want to close this with me. It also protects us as brokers. Mm -hmm. When a client comes in, we're representing that property. We're representing that client. There's no going around on the deal. Mm -hmm. We're presenting those offers. Mm -hmm. So I think that's also benefit. And you know that you're hiring a professional to represent Mm -hmm. your property or represent you as a client. Mm -hmm. It protects everyone in that situation and it makes us want to work harder. Yep. Now the market right now is as hot as fish grease, right? Insane. <laughs> they're talking about they're gonna raise interest rates soon, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm the I'm the guy. I need I need low. I need the guy that has to sell the property because they want to invest in something. I'm the yeah. guy that they just got a divorce and I can get that property for cheap. You want some I, blood in the water? I'm that yeah. guy. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm patient for that guy, right? Mm-hmm. But let me ask you a question. With everything so high, mm-hmm. right? And they're talking about raising interest rates. They're talking about you know s- slowing down inflation. Is this a good time to buy? Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, I know you're real estate agents, and for y'all, every time is a good time to buy. But is this a good time to buy, or are things too high? Do you think people should wait? Do you think people should, you know, relax if they can? Should they stack, and then hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, like the other market, where things start to drop, then you can start picking things up. What do you suggest for people? Well, it really depends on your goal, right? Mm-hmm. If you're someone who's growing, and every single buyer is different. Mm-hmm. If you're someone who wants to be in the Hamptons this summer, you should buy right now because prices are going to keep going up. And next summer, you're going to buy at a premium to what this year was trading at because that market's not letting down at all. If you're someone who's looking to grow your family and in the next few years, you're going to have more kids and you need more bedrooms, there's no way around that. The kids are coming and you need the space. Mm -hmm. You should buy now. The market's getting stronger. If you're looking for the ultimate deal and you want to feel the pain on the other side, this probably isn't the right time to buy. But if you're really patient and you watch and you look, you will find those deals. You just need to look for them. It's not going out this weekend and pulling the trigger for those other two categories. Um, but the deals do exist. You just need to know, okay, is it about return? Is it about, you know, what's the appreciation going to be over time? It's mm-hmm. what's the goal of this purchase 
or where do you invest your money at what specific point in time? Do you think it's going to drop, though? Because it's, it's, this is one of the highest I've ever seen. This is the fastest I've seen houses on market. Do you think it's going to start slowing down and it will, are going to The market down will, of course, eventually correct. Mm-hmm. It always does. Mm-hmm. I don't know but if when? it's not this year. There's no supply now. And right. when there's no, it's just basic economics. Yeah. When there's no supply, prices will stay up. And that's mm-hmm. the same for most suburban markets. It's the same for a lot of the cities right now of mm-hmm. what we're seeing in neighborhoods in Brooklyn. Um, so you're always going to be competing with that, especially for unless there's another global event that changes that. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going to be in this cycle yeah. for a really long time. And I find but, that a lot of people want things that are finished now because nobody wants yes. to do construction because of the cost exactly. and the time that it takes. Yeah. People Absolutely. want turnkey mm-hmm. because it's like you said, construction costs are through the roof and materials are really difficult to get right now. Mm-hmm. So what's the most expensive house that each one of you sold? Uh, just closed the penthouse on the Upper East Side for six million. Six million, nice. Yeah. A deal in the Hamptons for forty. Forty million. That's a nice commission. Yeah. That's a good commission. That's a great commission. I'm like Bianca, you're taking us to lunch. Yeah. Um, six five. Six five. Mm-hmm. So forty million. What's commission usually on a real estate agent? I'm just kidding. <laughs> two, two and a half percent. Two and three percent. Goodness and gracious. Bianca and I, Bianca yeah. and I just signed an exclusive agreement for an eight and a half million dollar loft in Soho, which is which very will be coming exciting. very soon mm-hmm. and is insane. Now, Bianca, mm-hmm. I, I'm sure after we we put put this out there, somebody I, would like to know if you're single. Forty million dollars, one point two million dollars. I'm sure somebody would like to know if you're. You are such a bird, Envy. I'm married. I'm just. Asking I know, but I'm saying, don't try to. I get it. I would want to know too. That, that's I would want to know question. too. I get it. I get it. Um, I am um in a. Too many options. Get out of the DMs, fellas. Ask me. Let's go to Mia. You might ask me. Wait and ask me. <laughs> Look, and by the way, I did not know they had houses for four or five million dollars in the Hamptons. Oh yeah, for, I always thought house. everything was. I saw the thirty-five million dollar one. You're gonna be on the water, ye. <laughs> no, they are on the water. No, you can four million dollars. Yes, yeah. on the bay, you could get some beautiful homes for four mm-hmm. million dollars and in brand Hamptons. new ones. Yeah, mm-hmm. construction. Four million. Mm-hmm. We're yeah. going shopping now. Right, I think we have we'll a see. deal for you. Envy, yeah, are you Envy, are you moving out to the Hamptons? We'll see. We'll he see. might get a second home. You know. We'll see. All right. Well, thank you guys for joining us. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. On the Breakfast Club. Listen up. All right. Yes, it is a new music Friday and out today. King Von, what it means to be king. His first posthumous album. It's 19 tracks on here. And here is a snippet of the song called War. All right, also featured on the album hey, are Fabio Foreign, G Herbo, Moneybag Yo, T Grizzly, Dreezy, mm-hmm. Boss Top. What were you going to say, Sean? I'm the type of person that goes to church with his gun out. All right, in addition, the cool kids Damn. before Ish Got Weird is out today. Mm-hmm. Uh, the baby and NBA young boy put out their joint project, Better Than You. Here's a snippet of the song called Hit. Maybach outside running. All right, RZA and DJ Scratch have an album out today, Saturday afternoon, Kung Fu Theater. As far as singles, Joey Badass with Head High. My head high till they put me below. Best until the day I die. I'ma keep my heat close. This is for my chickens who took the day to relax. Also, Pusha T and Nigo, you all have heard that all morning. Hear me clearly, right? 
Not on the radio, but yeah. In the studio, you have. <laughs> yep, I'm playing it on title. Mm-hmm. All right, a boogie has a new song out today. Hit different. Alchemist and Cool G rap. Diesel Khalid with Last Call. Alchemist and Cool G rap. The, the beauty of this is the range of uh, <laughs> demographics that all this music appeals to. Because I listened to the Baby and the Young Boy album this morning. I actually enjoyed it. And as soon as Envy heard Alchemist and Cool G Rap, he peaked us. He said, hey, Alchemist and Cool G Rap. Cool G Rap is queens. <laughs> Absolutely. I listen to Pusha T. I'm going to listen to the to Baby. All right. What else I like got? the Baby Amore Young Boy. featuring Corday. All right, a lot of new music out today, though. A lot of good adult contemporary hip-hop, a lot of good young ignorant stuff, too. That's why I enjoy the baby and the young That's boy. That's R&B as well. I love that uh, they got a song on there called Wi-Fi. Oh, they're not playing with you. You're going to die about that internet. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the hook is. You're going to die about that internet. It starts off like from that. From young boy and baby. All right, now, Drake also, uh, Just Blaze, is requesting to release Lord Knows Part 2. That's all because... Drake was feeling nostalgic. He posted some throwback pictures to his story. One of them is Just Blaze and some vintage LRG clothing. And, you know, Just Blaze reposted that story and he hit Drake with the, hey, why don't we put out this Lord Knows Part 2 now? And so I guess we'll see because a lot of people didn't even know that existed. I'm sure Drake bought that now some deal with LRG because he wasn't just posting that for no reason. Mm-hmm. I saw him post pictures of Jim Jones and LRG, Just Blaze. He wasn't posting that for no reason. He might have bought it or exactly bought a share of it or percentage <laughs> of it. Uh, and Jack Harlow has been cast in White Men Can't Jump, the reboot, after his first ever acting audition. So congratulations to him. He is going to repri- reprise the role that was originally played by Woody Harrelson. They said he was offered the role immediately after his audition, and he impressed uh, Kenya Barris in particular. All right, Rick Ross, Lil Wayne, DJ Khaled, and Wiz Khalifa have sat down for an unprecedented interview. It's the first episode of 2022 for the Self-Made Taste Better series. And here's what uh, they discussed. I'm blessed to be able to um, also open up new businesses. And um, outside the music, I'm going to have some, you know, I can't give you the official announcement yet, but I got some things on the retail space Mm -hmm. um, where I'll be opening like two special stores that I'm really excited about. I got, some, I got some new Jordans coming out in 2022. Yo, shout out to Jordans, man. Yeah. Shout out to Jordans. Yeah, man. All right, Khaled also talked about Lil Wayne and what their sessions are like. I was in the studio. He was smoking like he's smoking now. The only difference is he was rapping, smoking, rapping, and he did like 30 records in my face. No, no, wrong. He did like 30. And 30 <laughs> records that you hear on the radio right now. Yeah, 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 without no, a doubt. Not, not like no, his no, records. No, not like just doing like shit to be doing it. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. It's back to back. So I played him brown paper bag and we taking over. He did we taking over, I lost my mind, right? <laughs> now I'm like, this man, this man, this man different. Now what is this on? What 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 is this? What platform um, is that? This is called Sa- Self Made Taste Better. It's a podcast? Yeah, I guess it's like a video podcast. Okay. Yeah, so check it's, that it's out. a roundtable discussion that they all had. So, you know, self-made tastes better. All right, that is your rumor report. And listen, can I salute to Kevin Ross, too, and Radio Facts? Salute to Kevin Ross. I saw Kevin Ross, actually, this week. They got me on uh, the Power Playlist 2022 c- nice. cover of Radio Facts. So drop on the clues bombs for Radio Facts. Salute to my guy, Kevin Ross. I met Kevin for the first time. I've been talking to Kevin for 20 years and never <laughs> physically met him. And met him for the first time this week. Where, in uh, Dallas? 
No, I, I was in uh, LA. LA, yeah. Oh, okay. I was hosting the, the AFCA Awards this week, African American Film Critics Association Awards. How was that? It was dope. Salute to uh, Alicia Renee. She was my co-host. Salute to my man Gil. Mm-hmm. I just want I just want black uh, c- celebrities to start showing up to stuff like the African American Film Critics Association because I think it's whack when you get honored by your own people and you don't show up, but you show up to stuff like the SAG Awards. I think that's 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 why. And I always love the N- and I also love the NAACP Image Awards. Those just happen. Those are amazing. The Soul Train Awards. And this generation has has they show up for the NAACP Image Awards. Yes, you know which. So salute to you know all the young black celebrities who show up for the NAACP Image Awards. But you got to show up to the AFCO Awards as well. Yeah, but like I was saying, a lot of times we just don't know. Like you know the NAACP Awards is something big. We we go to, we show up, we hear about. But like the award show, I didn't know until you posted about it. I ain't talking about you. You're not an actor. You no, wasn't on it. Evie is an actor. <laughs> but I am a thespian. If you but, don't but, know. but those people know about it. The people I'm talking mm-hmm. about that mm-hmm. were getting on it, they know about it. Because it, it is a big deal. Like, mm-hmm. all, the, all the executives were there. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong. So, you know, some celebrities showed up, but there was a couple that were honored who, mm-hmm. you know, didn't show up or sent in videos. I felt like, I was like, well, I saw you at the SAG Awards, though. So, mm-hmm. you know. All right. Well, well I don't, me don't like that. It's Friday. People's Choice Mix is up next. Get your request, and it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Your mornings will never be the same. Angela Yee here, and the General Insurance has been saving people money for nearly 60 years. So if you want quality insurance for less, take a closer look at the General. Call 800-GENERAL or visit thegeneral.com. The General Auto Insurance Services, Inc., an insurance agency, Nashville, Tennessee. Some restrictions apply. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Good morning. Now, we have to shout out to the ladies from of Selling Hamptons for joining us this morning. Yes, indeed. And also my realtor, Sarah Golan from Nest Seekers, mm-hmm. who I personally, you know, love. She's got me some great situations. Three houses, well, three properties in Brooklyn. Nice. And also, let me shout out to the, uh, the New York Knicks. The New York Knicks are... Uh, they're doing something big for HBCUs coming up, and I'm going to be a part of it. So shout out to the New York Knicks, um, and I'm, I'm glad that they are recognizing the HBCU. I'm glad the NBA is recognizing the HBCU. What else the Knicks got to do? Hmm? Knicks ain't got nothing else to do this season. <laughs> okay, you want to but talk about do, what other teams got but, to do though? But, but but do some good work. They better do some charity. What the Lakers got to do N- nothing. But we ain't talking about them either. But they they to need do. to be doing something with HBCUs too. <laughs> Every late teams like the Lakers and the Knicks need to find a cause. Okay, because they have nothing else to do this season. There's nothing else in their cards. They all need to find a cause. So salute to the Knicks for finding a good cause. Stop it. <laughs> Knicks are gonna make the playoffs this year. What playoffs? The NBA playoffs. They're not making the playoffs. They're not making the play-ins. There will be no play for the New York Knicks after about April, April something. All right. You gotta have okay? hope. Okay. What are you talking about? You a Cowboy fan? You have hope? We at least made the playoffs. We gonna make the playoffs. All right, when we come back, positive notes to Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Now, we got a, uh, you got a positive note? I do, man. I just want to salute the African American Film Critics Association one more time, man. Salute to my guy, Gil. Uh, thank you for having me as a host this week for the 13th Annual African American Film Critics Association uh, Awards. I really enjoyed that. That was a lot of fun. And um, I want to salute James, James the Bullet Samuels, man. You know what I mean? He made uh, The Heart of They Fall. He's a very interesting human. <laughs> if they had awards for best acceptance speeches, he would have definitely won uh, for the acceptance speeches he gave at the Africans. And I can't believe The Heart of They Fall didn't get nominated for not one Oscar. Yeah, James Samuel, he's amazing. 
they didn't get nominated for not one Oscar, like not one, like nothing. Mm. I, I, I don't I don't get it. Uh, but the positive note is simply this: sometimes you will never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory, and that is Dr. Seuss. Breakfast Club, bitches. Y'all finished or y'all done? 